Hey guys, listen, we're going to um, teach a Sunday school lesson for Sunday. At least we're going to try today. Uh, we've done a test on the podcasting. Now this is the second one. Uh, the first one was just a minute or two, just trying to see if we could get it loaded. While we conquer that animal, let's see if we can get this for you. This is a Sunday school lesson, uh, session four, for those who studied the, the gospel uh, according to, to the Romans, or really Romans chapter 3, uh, 21 through 4, 3. And I hope that you're there. If you're in Sunday school uh, normally, then and this is your lesson. I hope you enjoy it. If you're not in Sunday school normally, I hope this time uh, in this day where we have so many crazy things going on and you're you're kind of sheltering in place as much as you can and all that stuff that you're um that you're handling it uh the title of night's lesson today's lesson is justified romans 3 21 through 4 3 and starts out this question starts out with <laughs> this lesson starts out with the question uh, or the statement most of us want to avoid embarrassment and it asks, would you be more embarrassed with having your debit card declined or realizing you are a dollar short, unable to pay for the meal you just ordered? Now, I think almost everybody can say, I've been there, done that, that's happened to me. If not, then you are blessed. Well, they're both embarrassed, and I don't know which one uh, would be worse. But but think about it for just a moment. Which would be worse for you? Think about it. Let us know. Uh, there are two things to um uh, to think about as we begin, uh, humans have no reason to brag about their spirituality, and it's an embarrassment. We, we think we are something or somebody or whatever when we look at the grace and the goodness and the majesty of God. We have no reason to brag uh, about who we are. God's offer to us, is the second thing to remember, is to anyone who is willing to accept what he gives them by faith alone, and we need to make sure uh, that we have done that. Now, this doctrine uh, in, in the in, in the book of Romans here that Paul uh, that Paul is talking about uh, teaches us that we are that we are, we have, we can make a free choice uh, we've sinned against God every everyone has sinned against God but we can choose to ask for forgiveness turn from our sins and Christ will forgive us this is what the Bible says in Romans chapter 3 uh, 21 through 24 but now apart from the law of righteousness of God, uh, has been made known to which the law and prophets testify. This righteousness is giving through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There's no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are all justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. And so, uh, as Paul begins there, Romans chapter 3 to 21, he says, Hey, We've all messed up. We've all sinned. Paul sinned. You sinned. I've sinned. We've all sinned. And we have fallen short of what God wanted us to do. But in verse 24, uh, Paul begins to turn around. He says, you know what? You're justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. So we can be uh, we, we can be redeemed from our sin. Paul's very clear on that. Listen, if there wasn't a possibility that you or I could be redeemed, I would know no need for a preacher to preach at all. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some can be saved, some can't. No, no, no. Listen, if it is impossible for some to be saved, then why in the world will we preach the gospel of grace? Why in the world will we preach a gospel of forgiveness if people cannot be saved? Jesus said, whoever so will may come. Paul is reemphasizing that. Now, I know you other things, other places. I'm just taking the text here. Listen to what Paul said. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement. This is verse 25. Through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith, he did this to demonstrate his righteousness 
because of his forbearance. He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time. So as just to be the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Jews of the day that Paul was writing understood sacrifice and they understood what it meant. And even before the law had been given, there was such a thing as sacrifices. And there is in our day, in our time, people and what's going on in our world right now are beginning to understand what it's like to sacrifice some things because of what is happening. And, and, and so when you see what Paul's talking about, it's different because what he is talking about is a real ritualistic sacrifice that takes place on the altar where the life is taken. Jesus Christ died on that altar we call a cross and his life was taken because of our sin. But because his life was taken, because his blood was shed, that perfect life, that perfect blood, we can, when we understand that we have sinned, come to God and find forgiveness. And that's why Paul says, hey, listen, you're not such a big deal after all. Listen to what he says in verse 27. Where then is boasting? It is excluded because of what law? The law that requires works? That's a question mark there. No, because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through that same faith, do we then nullify the law by faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. The law requires faith. Uh, in the works of law uh, require that we act faithfully with those of us who were raised under the law. We come to faith and, and understand that we are justified with God through the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. The word justified is a legal term that describes one who has been declared not guilty of a crime. And so he has justified us and given us given us the ability to come to him in faith. Now, there's always this discussion whenever you talk about these things about well, what about those before the cross? What shall we say then? Uh, Paul said in chapter 4, uh, uh, realizing that question would be asked. What shall we say uh, that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accredited to him as righteousness. That belief brought Abraham to a point of what we would understand as salvation. It is not his keeping the law. It is his believing in God. Abraham chose to believe what God said, even when it didn't make a lick of sense to him. You say, golly, are you sure about that? Well, that's what the Bible says, and I believe the Bible. Listen, I know we've kind of run fast through this, and we have to do that. It's due to me. Uh, hopefully, I'll get better at it. But this, this passage in here today is so important, and it reminds us that we can be justified with Christ through the sacrifice on the cross by accepting the finished work that Jesus accomplished right there. Whether we're talking about David or Abraham or any other what people call the patriarchs, every one of them were justified with God, not by the law, but by their belief in God, their new life. 
some years ago, uh, a Christian artist had a song, New Lives for Old. It was a great, great song. And it told the story of a man who, who believed that, that you could exchange your old life and get a new life by faith in Christ. This lesson reminds us of exactly what we do when we come to Christ. We are justified by the sacrifice of Jesus because we accept his finished work on the cross. Now I know there's a lot of things that could be said and if we had if we had a regular classroom situation they would be said. But I want to remind you today we need to be justified with God. We need to be right with God legally. We need to have our sins washed away and forgiven. Now, if you're listening to this lesson and you don't believe in sin, then you have missed the boat there. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And my prayer is, my hope is, right here, right now, as, as the sun is going down in Tollertown, Mississippi, my hope is you'll tune in this lesson Listen to it. Read the book. Read the God's Word. Understand what God has said. Read those passages. Romans chapter 3, verse 21, through Romans chapter 4, verse 3. Make sure that you have heard, <coughs> excuse me, uh, that you have heard what God has said and what God wants to say to you and I today through his word, make sure that you have accepted exactly what we need to accept to find our way in heaven. Make sure today that you have a right relationship with God. Let me remind you again what this passage tells us. Just let me read it to you beginning in Romans 3 verse 21. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. Now, see, that's key. All who believe. Not just some. For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And all are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by His blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness. Because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we, have, we hold one that is justified by faith apart from the works of law or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles? Yes, of Gentiles also, since God is one who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Then we, do we then overthrow the law by this faith? By no means. On contrary, we uphold the law. And finally, uh, beginning in Romans chapter 4, ending in verse 3, what then shall we say was gained by Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not God, before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Say what you want, think what you believe, or think what you will, believe what, what you must. But the Bible is very clear. Belief brings us right with God because we believe in the work of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and through 
believe through faith in that work in Christ, the shed blood of Jesus, our sins are washed away, and we are justified with Christ. Hey, that's an hour's lesson in a little over 12 minutes. So you know what? Give me a break. Let me know what you think. Share it with others. Tell me, you know, if you want to, hey, Brother Danny, that was awful. Okay, I'll take that. If it's awful, we'll get better. Tune in again. God bless you. See you later. DK Ministries, DS Preacher at gmail.com. God bless you.